0: Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your host, Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. Really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. And let's get into some crypto talk today. I'm going to do one by myself today, everybody. Uh, we are super slammed on the back end uh, with work and got a lot of stuff going on. So hopefully we can get back on a more more regular uh, kind of schedule. But uh, yeah, man, the uh, crypto market's kind of stale, Uh, not a lot going on, not a ton of news. So once again, another short one. But uh, I think some of you kind of liked the short one uh, last time. You might have to watch two on your way to work now, but I wanted to kind of touch base on the crypto space. Uh, I would say that this week coming up will probably be kind of a sideways week, not much going on, but the following week, U.S. CPI numbers will come out. Uh, there will be um, some volatility around that time, but uh, based off some of uh, TA that Nick has provided and their, their YouTube channel uh, is that Bitcoin potentially could be going down to the low uh, June lows, which around 17,000, uh, mid 17,000, maybe, maybe new lower lows. Uh, and then we should expect some sort of bounce. Now, after that bounce, we'll determine, you know, if we're going to go continue our to the downside. So, I, I firmly believe that that there is more downside to come. Uh, I believe that we will end up crossing that fourteen thousand six hundred level, which would then trigger an impulsive move down on the weekly for Bitcoin, uh, which therefore would probably take us down to about just under ten grand. So, uh, I'm a buyer around that 10K level for Bitcoin, Um, I would totally restructure my entire portfolio uh, and buy an entire Bitcoin. Um, Probably buy some ETH. uh, Because if Bitcoin goes to 10K, you know ETH is going down with it, uh, which would then drag some altcoins. And honestly, some altcoin projects might not even survive uh, because of how much liquidity will be drained from the market at that point. Uh, Liquidity-wise, we're sitting today around... Yeah, 937 billion in the whole crypto market space. So, you know, and that's with Bitcoin sitting at 19K. So you can imagine Bitcoin going down to 10K, what that does to the entire crypto space, right? I mean, you're talking three or 400 billion at that point, right? Like, what projects remain will be, you know, it will be unfortunate because there are a lot of good projects and the, the projects that have heavy funding, heavy backing, they'll survive, you know, the likes of Cardano, XRP. Um, maybe like sandbox, eight things that have heavy investors uh, backing will survive. But smaller projects that don't have that backing, I, I just don't think that there's possibility of them being able to, excuse me, survive a, a downturn like that. But you no, know, it, it's it's going to take some time to play out. I know everybody's antsy. Look, I'm antsy as shit, man. Like, I'm 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 ready to buy. I'm ready to get back into the market. But in the same sense you know, what my dollar's worth right this second compared to what my dollar could be worth, you know, in two months. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's a matter of how much of a project I can hold, right? And I think that's something that's important for you guys to remember is like, we are expecting lower lows. Um, the timing of it, I do not know. Um, I know the, the DXY got up to like 113. So even surpassed what Joey was calling at 112. Um, So we're kind of looking more at what the DXY is doing, um, because whenever the DXY gets, you know, to that point where it was like, all right, it's reached kind of a pinnacle of its of its high point at this time, uh, then when that reversal goes down for the DXY, that's when the crypto space will go up, Um, and that's the that's the bounce that I'm talking about for Bitcoin. So keep your eye on the DXY um, and and kind of follow it, see 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 where that's at. That'll give you kind of a good understanding. You know, I'm I'm probably going to try to swing trade uh, some, some projects, um, like a sandbox Zilliqa, you know, things of that nature. Um, just because of their structures, they're expecting a larger move and there, there could be some other projects that are also expecting larger moves. Um, but yeah, I'll probably swing trade. Uh, once Bitcoin goes down into that 17 K level, I'll probably enter some, some projects, you know, we don't know where the bounce might go. It could go to 20 K could go to 25 K. Um, you know, we're, 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 really just not sure, you know, I do rely on Nick and Savage and Festoon, the discord to, to really give us an idea from an Elliott wave theory point of view, uh, of, of where we're heading, uh, on these next moves and timing is just not something that you can predict out, but, uh, waves and things like that. So, uh, if you're not familiar with Elliot wave theory, join us in discord, there's great, great information, great tools. Um, a large write-up that Nick has done uh, on Elliott Wave Theory so that you kind of understand it. So that way, when we talk about it here on the uh, podcast, you guys kind of have an idea of what we're talking about. But uh, let's get into some crypto overview stuff. Bitcoin's down. Last seven days, about 4%, around 19 k um, Ethereum has, has made a little bit of move back up, $1,325. Uh, still expecting Ethereum to get down to around that $1,000 level before seeing a significant move. Uh, same thing for Bitcoin. Bitcoin going down to roughly 17 and a half, possibly a little bit lower, and then a bounce would happen for Bitcoin. So, you know, these prices that they're at right now, I'm not a buyer at for sure. Uh, still waiting for lower lower numbers to come in. Um, you got XRP, though. You know, this has been a topic that we've covered over the last week. Um, the, the XRP, I think a lot of it is fear induced, meaning like, People want to get into XRP just in case the lawsuit gets settled. Um, I just can't see the lawsuit being settled immediately. Um, I you know, I don't cover I don't look at enough of the the court findings and stuff behind it. I just know that we covered uh, that XRP and the SEC want the judge to make a ruling, but it's not that easy just to make a ruling and be done with it, right? This has been a long drawn out case that's been going on multiple years now. And I don't think a judge is just going to like up and make a ruling, but there's a lot of FOMO in XRP. I mean, you're seeing it pump uh, daily right now. It's sitting around 48 cents. I think we're expecting it to maybe go up all the way to like 64 cents. Um, But over the last seven days, it's up 28%. One of the largest movers in the entire top 100. Um, And it is just, it has been on a rocket ship. Uh, so good good for you guys if you're making money. If you got in around 30 cent and you're all all the way up, you know, you're up 30, 40% on some of your stuff. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, but I, I would be I would be reconsidering holding on to it for a very long time. Um, and this is just my opinion, it's not financial advice. Um, just because I do expect it to go back down. So if you're feeling FOMO, do do expect XRP to come back down to test some of those levels that we were just at. Uh, Nick did a great uh, TA video uh, yesterday on XRP and his expectations. So do check that out on YouTube if you have not uh, checked that out. Just so you kind of have an understanding and idea of where we're at uh, with our thoughts on XRP and uh, where would be some good accumulation spots. Uh, Cardano sitting around uh, forty-five cents. You know the. The Vassal hard fork, there really wasn't a lot of news to cover. I think the stock market took away from a lot of that. Uh, and then the mobilization, obviously, of Russia troops and you know, just kind of the overall landscape kind of took away from the Vassal hard fork. Uh, going onto the mainnet and going live, You know, usually it's a sell the event type deal. It's only down 4% over the last seven days. So that could be a positive for Cardano, in my opinion. Um, Dogecoin up 3% over the last seven days, Polkadot down 8%. So really, um, let's see some other, I don't even know what this project is. Eunice said Leo's down 14% Ethereum Classic down 13% uh, Algorand has been making some big moves up 27%. So similar to like XRP uh, it's up to 38 cents right now uh, trading around close to that 39 cent Algorand is a project that we've covered several times. Uh, you know, we've, we've done a, a podcast with Mr. Adam Bergman before uh, really deep diving into Algorand. I think it's a great project. Uh, it's one that's going to flourish. It's one that's going to grow. I definitely wouldn't buy it right now. It's had a pump of almost 30% over the last seven days. So definitely wait for it to come back down, do your research on Algorand, go check out the latest podcast we did on Algorand it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, definitely worth taking a look at for sure. Uh, Chili's up 10% last seven days, Terra classic down 22%. Um, Scrolling down this top 100 to see if there's any other big movers. Um, compound is up 13% in the last seven days. Don't really know a lot about that project. Um, yeah, and some project called Reserve Rights has made it into the top 100. Don't know a lot about that project, but it's up 31%. So the largest mover in the top 100 is Reserve Rights. Let's take a look and see what Reserve Rights is. Uh, let's see. There's not even a write-up on reserve rights. Like, it doesn't even tell you what it is. Oh wait, here it is. Uh, reserve rights is an ERC-20 token that will serve two main purposes for the reserve protocol: ensuring reserve stablecoins, ensuring reserve stablecoins through staking and governing them through proposing and voting on changes to their configuration. It might be something that Chris needs to do a deep dive into, uh, possibly on the Discord, maybe do a write-up on reserve rights. But interesting that it's up so large. Uh, largest mover in the top 100. So uh, crypto overall, you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of trading sideways. It's, it's doing what it does. It's, we're in a bear market, right? So you know, there's going to be volatile swings on our way to the downside. Uh, there's going to be good times. There's going to be bad times. You just got to weather the storm basically and decide where you feel like getting involved in the market. I think this is still too high um, I do think that coming down to that 17K level could be a position where maybe I possibly might get into some projects, maybe start DCAing, ride it up, you know, take the swing of it, see, see what happens, um, and then reassess my position once the, the four-hour, eight-hour daily and, and all of that goes up. Because see, the, week, the weekly stock, stock RSI is, is over, overbought on Bitcoin. So at some point, there needs to be a large move. And I think Nick said it best the other day that, that basically those time frames daily takes weeks to play out. The weekly takes months to play out. So you're talking about taking the weekly stock RSI from overbought to oversold, and that's going to take a couple months, right, of downside momentum, downward momentum. Um, and this, this swinging, this volatility up and down, up and down, it's really not doing anything to it. So at some point, there's going to be a violent, when I say violent, there is going to be a dump Of Bitcoin, of Ethereum, of Altcoin. So, you need to be prepared and kind of just on this next bounce up for Bitcoin, maybe reassess where you are um, in some of the projects, not financial advice, but maybe take a look and see, you know, hey, here's how I would think about it if it were me. So, this is my opinion. If you're, say, in Cardano, you know, and maybe you're down a little bit. Uh, But maybe this bounce goes back up and you get out of that position. But we know we're going down to, say, $0.25 on Cardano. Can you accumulate more coins than you're holding right now with that same amount of money down at $0.25? Probably yes, right? So would it be I personally sold all my positions with that mentality of, I know we're going down lower, so I'm going to be able to accumulate more coins at the bottom With the same amount of cash that I'm holding. Yes, I'm in a loss. It's fine, but at least I can hold more coins. So when the bull market kicks on, now we're ready to run, right? Now you're going to make up all that profit because you bought much, much, much lower. So not financial advice. Uh, I want to make sure I reiterate that. And you guys got to do your own thing with your portfolio and decide what makes you happy. Um, For me, it's holding the most amount of coins that you could possibly hold at the bottom of a bear market to make this crazy run that eventually we're going to get on. We don't know when that's going to start. The Fed is still continuing to dump rates. You know, I, they have another meeting in November. I would expect another seventy-five basis points, and it's going to continue into twenty twenty-three. You know, I don't think this is done yet. Um, you know, the Bank of England saying that England and Great Britain and they're they're in a recession, right? So what makes us think that the U.S. is not going to be in a recession, right? So the more and more that Fed Chair Powell and his little friends decide to dump, basically, they control the market. They don't mean to control that. I don't think they mean to control the market, but they do. So whatever they decide to do, you see the volatile and violent moves of what happens on the day that they drop, you know, 75 basis points, 50, 100, whatever they're going to do. So just be careful, guys. I mean, the the overall macro look for the entire world economy is not pretty. It is not a good thing. So uh, just be careful. Reassess your portfolio. Take a peek. You know, maybe you might be able to accumulate more at the bottom. That That's just something that I did. Uh, could be something that maybe you take a look at and, and kind of like reevaluate kind of where your stance is in crypto and, whether or not you're okay just hodling, which is probably the better thing to do is just to hold DCA. Um, you know, For me, I didn't have any more cash to put into the market. So the, that, that money that I had in all of my projects was all that I had to put into the market at that time. And so I wanted to take all that and buy it, use all that money and buy lower. So might be something for you guys to kind of look into, just take a peek at, just to re- reassess your positions, if you're comfortable with your position, hold along, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But if you know, like if you have a lot of cash in the bank, then it doesn't matter. Just DCA, right? Like be smart about it. But if you don't have a lot of cash and we know we're going lower and you know that we're going lower, maybe take a second and kind of reevaluate where you're, where you're at, right? That's all I'm saying. So, and it's not financial advice. You do, do whatever you want to do. Um, we've talked about it on the AMAs. Uh, We do an AMA Monday and Friday for paid members uh, of the Discord. Um, Again, Discord's free to join, but there is other opportunities in the Discord to get a little bit more of that like one-on-one personal time. Uh, You know, and it's not a lot of money. So, if you're involved in crypto, you can afford twelve bucks a month or twenty bucks a month, whatever it is. Um, But moving on, there's not a lot of news to talk about to cover. To be honest with you, so news-wise, I got. Pretty much nothing for you guys. One thing I got is pretty interesting. Uh, Bitcoin was almost named Netcoin by Satoshi Nakamoto, hence domain data. So apparently, this guy, that's what he does is like dive into people's. Uh, let's see, what does this guy do? So he's a crypto locksmith, basically. And so I guess at the time that bitcoin.org was first created, so also was netcoin.org by the same person. And so they're assuming that there was a chance Bitcoin could have been called Netcoin. Now, what's funny is back in 2008, I think I remember hearing something about Netcoin. I never really heard a lot about Bitcoin. I, for some reason, I guess the, the, the people that I was around, because I would have probably invested in Bitcoin back in the day. I would have just taken a gamble and been like, okay, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll get in. Uh, but I, I, I think I remember for some, for some reason in my brain, I feel like I remember hearing something about Netcoin. Um but yeah the the article is on uh Coin Telegraph if you guys want to do a deeper dive into this article it's pretty interesting to kind of read but that that bitcoin essentially could have been called that coin i just could i can't see it now looking back on stuff um let's see another article uh Moscow exchange drafting bill on digital financial assets and securities trading uh, Russia Stock Exchange expects to become a registered digital asset exchange and begin trading both digital financial assets and digital asset-based securities. So, the Moscow Exchange is drafting a bill to allow trading in digital financial assets (DFAs), they've now been called, and securities based on them, according to a report in the r- Russian press. Now, this is one of the largest exchanges of you know tra- traditional indices uh, in in Russia, and they are essentially transferring over to digital assets uh so it just shows that you know i i, I know the, the the whole russia thing right now and crane thing is still not you know it doesn't it's not a good taste in everyone's mouth but you know i'm just trying to bring you some crypto news um so essentially the must the moscow exchange will be transitioning part of it if, if not all of it over to digital assets i mean that just shows some adoption is coming in um, and how, how big this crypto space could potentially be, you know, once we get back into a bull market, uh, itself. So, uh, pretty excited for the bull market once it starts, man, I, I really am looking forward to buying the bottom of this dip and, uh, rocking and rolling, but I don't think the Moscow exchange is going to be the only one that kind of transitions and adds more of a digital asset, uh, kind of look to their exchange. Um, Let's see. Now, the uh, the last one that I wanted to touch base on was, um, I am trying to find it again. Was a, a California the governor did something? Uh, one second, guys. I Find the exact article. Here it is. California Governor Newsom vetoes crypto licensing and regulatory framework, um, opposing Assembly Bill twenty two sixty nine. Newsom recommended a more quote unquote flexible approach. That would evolve over time while considering the safety of consumers and related costs now um, california state assembly passed the bill with no opposition from the assembly floor and went on to the governor's office for approval at which he rejected this approval Um, now basically what he's saying is because you know we discussed the white house putting out their you know design choices of CBdc systems for the United States and what their thoughts were I think the governor is saying before we lock in some sort of like you know, bill for forever um, let's see what the, the the federal you know meaning the White House uh, and all of the, those people um, decide what to do with crypto before we make a decision on crypto and I think it's I think it's a smart move by the governor because you, know, you don't know what the White House is going to do about cryptocurrency. We don't know what the Fed's going to do. We don't know what the SEC is going to do. You know we don't, we don't know what anyone's going to do as far as cryptocurrency. We know that things are starting to get put out there about it, that they're, they're starting to take some time to do it. But nothing locked in and stone has, has really been put, put together. So I think it's a good move. I'm glad that he did not pass that because that could have been a bad thing down the road. So smart move, Governor Newsom good for you guys in California for sure. Cause I think it was going to limit a lot of the stuff that you guys are able to trade on and platforms and exchanges and not going to be a good, it was not going to be a good thing for you guys. So, uh, but guys, that's the news there. I mean, there's news on CoinDesk, there's news on coin telegraph, but it is just, it is not interesting. Unfortunately to me, it's not something that I would like to cover and think that you would want to listen to on your way to work. So I figured you'd rather listen to me talk about my work some of this stuff but look the space is evolving the space is getting bigger um there is a little bit like crypto exchange coinbase sued over patent infringement there's another little tidbit so the lawsuit was filed by veritasium capital on thursday in the u.s district court in delaware uh basically Coinbase. Coinbase Global is being sued by this company which alleges that the crypto exchange has infringed on a patent awarded to the founder of that company, Reggie Middleton. According to Vertasium, Coinbase has used the patent for some of its blockchain blockchain infrastructure and the company is seeking at least 350 million in damages. Look, can Coin can can, can Coinbase do anything right right now? Like I just feel like it is just a constant punch in the face of of Coinbase, like everything seems to go wrong, right? The situation with the inside trading thing, them with their fees, just it's it Coinbase. So because Coinbase is traded on the U.S. stock exchange, that's also in the eyes of like news reports because it is down like seventy percent of the year. So it's always brought up, it's always talked about. I feel bad for Coinbase; they're just getting wrecked all over the place on the news everywhere. So hopefully something positive will happen for coinbase soon uh i do trade on coinbase a little bit not a ton um their fees are just crazy um so that's kind of why i don't really trade a lot on coinbase but got to deal with the fees i guess so anyways guys that's pretty much it as far as the news is concerned uh i will you know i'll, I'll be back tomorrow we'll see if uh Imran and joey will be able to make it tomorrow i think they're they're possibly going to go to the meetup with Dr. Ben Gertzel, the Singularity family, uh, and Chris and Nick. So there's a chance that maybe the podcast gets done there, uh, which would be sweet. So stay tuned for that one. I know they're going to be excited to meet those guys. Look, Dr. Ben Gertzel is a brainiac. Just dude is so smart. He's been on the Joe Rogan podcast before. Um, he's just a really brilliant, brilliant mind in the AI space, which is what Singularity Fam is all about. Uh, Singularity, uh, uh, Singularity Dow, Singularity Net. And then Net, three of the projects that Singularity has been working on, and something that we're extremely bullish on. So it could be something that you guys need to take a dive into. We've talked about it before: AGIX, STHL, and NuNet, Uh, Do some research on that because it could have some, could have a potential, maybe an interview with uh, Dr. Ben Gertzel, Which I don't know how much of an interview it would be because that dude's so smart; like he runs circles around the three of us. But uh, we'll see. So I would. Uh, as far as my final thoughts for the week coming up, I don't. I think we got some downward momentum to come. Um, which, if you look at timing, I think this week we have downward momentum that potentially brings us to that seventeen k range. Then maybe the CPI numbers come in positive and we get a big bounce, right? Like that's the only way I can look at it. And then we get a bounce for like a month, and then you know the Fed chair pow in November you know maybe then they dump the market again i don't know so um it's hard to predict these things like we don't know what macro events are going to happen in the world we don't know if the 300,000 troops that putin is you know calling up if that's going to turn into world war 3 you know with some other stuff so you never know what's going to happen from an overall macro standpoint but guys just the overall macro space for financial stuff is is it's a bit scary to me it is because uh, we don't know if it's going to go up or down so be careful out there if you're trading. This is a trader's dream. You know, If you're following uh, whatever you use, whether it's the Bollinger Bands, whether it's Cup and Handles, or whether it's Elliott Wave Theory, uh, this is a great trading situation if Bitcoin gets down to that 17500 17, range at double bottoms, and then we just blast off. Um, to like 22, 25K and you, you set up your long positions, I mean, it's a really good opportunity to make some money. In fact, it might be something that I might consider doing. Um, I know we promised you guys a crypto portfolio. Um, the boys have been busy. I've been busy. We, we are going to do it. Um, so it's been talked about in the Discord. We are going to do it. I promise you. Um, it's just going to take some time you know, just give us some time. We're going to get around to it. I promise. I know we keep saying we're going to do it, but we are going to do it. Um, so, and I'm looking forward to that. So anyway, guys, I I hope you like the content. It's just me, myself, and I today. Um, if you could smash that like for me, and, uh, if this is your first time hearing us, normally there's three of us on here, uh, but just life's got busy. So, you know, we, we all do all kinds of things outside of, outside of the podcast. So, you know, stay tuned. We, We got some good stuff coming up for you guys, but Overall, thanks so much for listening in. Make sure you smash that like, smash that subscribe button, and we will catch you in the next one. Take care.